greet D.S. Phillips. The man in question shrugged off the officious young police constable hovering at his side and barged into the room, planting his stocky frame inside the doorway. He cast a keen eye over Ryan and folded his arms. Son, you better have a good explanation for why I've been dragged over here. Ryan stuck his hands in his pockets. I hear that you've killed someone. Phillips raised a single bushy eyebrow. Ryan nodded briefly. Apparently. Phillips huffed out a breath. Well, unless you've finally lost your marbles and off that bloke who keeps nicking your parking space, it's a load of bollocks. Well, to the best of my knowledge, my marbles are all present and accounted for. Bollocks, too. How we, then? They fell into step down the wide, musty corridor. Ryan was surprised to feel genuine relief as he left the cell behind him, and wondered whether it was an emotion felt by all of the men and women he had ever slung inside it. There was a raised eyebrow from the duty sergeant at the desk, and a few nudges from junior members of staff as he made his way towards the interview suite, but they were outnumbered by a far greater number of friendly slaps on the back. For too many years this ugly sixties building had been more of a home to him than his apartment, gathering dust on Newcastle's quayside. Only recently had he begun to appreciate the finer things a home could offer, only since his relationship with Anna. Anna? Crap, he muttered aloud. Phillips grunted and looked across, a question in his beady brown eyes. Oh, it's Anna, Ryan explained. I didn't tell her where I was going. I said I was heading out for a drink. With you, actually. Phillips cast him a look of stern disapproval. I didn't think you're going for all that cloak and dagger stuff. She's a nice girl. No, Brian interjected, before Phillips's imagination could run away with him. Keep your hair on, Frank. It's not what you're thinking. Phillips softened marginally. She need to be told, he concluded. I know, Brian snapped, wondering how he could tell his girlfriend that Mark Bowers— the man she thought of as a surrogate father and had looked up to for most of her life had been found dead in a deserted hilltop church. Added to which, there was the small matter of him having been arrested on suspicion of the bloke's murder. You want me to call her? Phillips offered, but Ryan shook his head. I get a phone call, don't I? He had to laugh. I'll talk to her after you've finished the Inquisition. Phillips squirmed. Ryan might have been fifteen years younger, but he was a professional superior, and after all they had been through together, he was like family. That being the case, it made for an awkward interview scenario, whichever way you looked at it. They made a pit stop for watery vending machine coffee in polystyrene cups, and settled themselves into an interview room. Look, Phillips cleared his throat, we've got to do this properly and have an interview with two detectives. Uh, best to do things by the book, what with everything else, he trailed off lamely. No problem, Ryan said, but felt the burn of humiliation. Six weeks ago, he had been unceremoniously stripped of his warrant card and suspended from his duties pending investigation at the order of Detective Chief Superintendent Arthur Gregson. The inquiry was ongoing, so he was told, but so far there had been little progress. He had hoped to make a triumphant return to CID with his name cleared of all blemishes, but instead he seemed to be racking up further charges. A couple of long minutes later, the door to the interview room opened, and Detective Constable Jack Lowerson bounded into the room, 
His young face broke into a broad smile when he saw Ryan. Sir! He pulled up a chair, and the sturdy brown legs scraped against the carpet tile floor as he took a seat next to Phillips. Good to have your back! Ryan raised a sardonic eyebrow. Jack, I've been arrested on suspicion of murder. I wouldn't bother organizing a party just yet. Lewison flushed. Thanks, sir. Ryan relented. Right, well, let's get on with it, then. Phillips began in his formal voice, shuffling some papers, turning on the tape recorder and reciting the standard caution. You understand your rights? Yes, I understand, and no, I don't need a solicitor. You're sure? Ryan huffed out a laugh. Well, thanks for the vote of confidence. Phillips gave up on the formality and fixed him with a baffled stare. Well, I'm thinking of your best interests. You've got to admit it looks fishy. Bowers found dead as a doornail. No murder.